0: You know, there's some things during this pandemic that uh, governments in the municipal, on the provincial, on the federal uh, level are doing that people look at and say, why would you do that? And then there are other uh, initiatives that come forward and people go, oh, bravo, cheers to that. This is one of them. Um, the uh, government last night made an announcement that as of today, effective immediately, They have lowered the cost of spirits when you order takeout and delivery at bars. Jan Westcott joins the show. He's president and CEO of Spirits Canada and Association of Canadian Distillers. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. I sound like I had a drink when I said distillers. (laughs) Jan, (laughs) trust me, I love me some gin, but I'm not drinking this early in the morning. It's a case of just didn't get enough sleep. So let me just say that again. You're with the Association of Canadian Distillers.
1: Correct. That's right. <laughs> so we, right. We manufacture and market uh, quality spirits across Canada.
0: Excellent. I'm in favor of that. So who is this initiative for? Is it just for restaurateurs or is it for consumers? Who's it for?
1: It's for consumers uh, and, and indirectly or sorry very directly. It's for restaurants. So, you know, the world's changed. Uh, there's a minimum price for spirits when you go to a restaurant and you buy a drink. Restaurants in in pre-pandemic, they sold things by the drink, and there was a minimum price on that. It was $2. And so the times have changed. They're not selling um, products by the drink. They're selling bottles. And when you put that $2 times the number of a drink in a bottle, it just made the price of a bottle of spirits uh, prohibitive. So, you know, kudos to the government for two things. One, including spirits in the products that restaurants can and bars can sell when they, for takeout and delivered meals. So kudos to them. That was a, you know, a, a good move. And secondly, uh, addressing the fact that the minimum price, the way it was in the days when bars were serving by the drink doesn't apply when they're only selling a bottle. So it benefits the consumers, but because it benefits the consumers, it will help the restaurants uh, with sales and they need every break that they can get right now. They're probably one of the, the sectors that's absolutely struggling the most.
0: You know, when I was in university and before I got into radio, I worked, like a lot of people in a lot of bars, uh, Tended bar here and there. And you would have to measure out at the end of the night, you know, how many shots were left in the bottle. Um, is that the reason why wine's been cheaper? Uh, because you can get fewer glasses of wine into the bottle when when you're talking about ordering from a restaurant during this pandemic?
1: No, uh, it's it's to, to be fair, it's predominantly taxed. There are lower taxes on beer and wine than there are on spirits. Um, And so that just, again, that translates through to what the consumer pays. Uh, This is a minimum price policy. This is a social policy to make sure that prices aren't so low that they encourage people to overconsume or misbehave or those sorts of things. So they've been Mm -hmm. around for a long time. Uh, But as I said, in the current environment where a restaurant is selling a bottle of spirits with um, a takeout meal or a delivered meal, uh, they needed to adjust because they're now selling a whole bottle instead of uh, buy the drink. And so this makes okay. a lot of sense. Uh, you know, it's great to see the government responding this way, and it will be good for restaurants. It will be very helpful to them. They make good margin when they sell spirits, and um, uh, this is good. You know, it's it's like a lot of things that the government's doing. It's temporary. while well, the pandemic is going on. I think it goes to the end of the year. But it's important to be able to give restaurants and bars as much help as we can because, you know, basically they're closed other than their takeout business.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Bust down the details for us here. Explain not only the pricing model, because I heard it, you know, they're going to be they'll start at two dollars over a bottle price that you'd pay at the LCBO. I'm not sure if that's even right. And the fact that licensed establishments still get to choose the price at which they're going to sell that bottle of alcohol. So maybe break that down if you can into the specifics based on what you read, because that's all we know right now is just this oddly government speak worded news release from the Alcohol and Gaming (laughs) Commission last night.
1: It's very simple. Take take an, take an average bottle of rye. That would be, if you went to the liquor stores, a consumer you went to buy, to it, be thirty thirty dollars and twenty five cents, thirty dollars and fifty cents. Restaurant was selling that before they made this decision. That bottle, they'd have to sell that bottle for over fifty dollars, approximately for over fifty dollars, instead of thirty dollars. With this new uh, change that they've made, this adjustment to the minimum price, that restaurant can now sell that bottle for approximately the same price as in the Uh, as a consumer would buy it in the LCBO. That makes it more competitive. That makes it more attractive to the consumer. Uh, The restaurant will sell more. uh, It's good for the consumer. It's good for the restaurant. So that's basically what it is. And that's, a think about it, 50 bucks to, you know, uh, the low 30s. That's a big, you know, that was a big uh, um, disincentive for people to order that bottle of gin.
0: I think this is incredibly responsible. I know that people are listening right now going, that is so re- irresponsible of the government. Uh, what can he, how, how can they say they're not encouraging people to drink? What they're encouraging people to do is stay home, not to go to the LCBO. Well,
1: well, you know, let's let's also address something. There's absolutely nothing wrong, and there are many benefits for people having an occasional drink, a social drink, and enjoying themselves, relaxing, especially right now where you're cooped up. Um, those are important uh, things that, that people need to do. That's They've been doing it for thousands of years. So this idea that somehow that's bad is fundamentally a mistaken concept. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay to have a drink. It's okay to have a cocktail. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, with your family at home, uh, they're not out. They're not driving around. Um, this is a good thing. So anything that helps the consumer get through this period and at the same time helps the hospitality industry is absolutely positive.
0: Okay, this is effective immediately. It it expires New Year's Day, twenty twenty one. What are the odds of sticking this genie back in the bottle?
1: Oh well, I, as as the restaurants go back to having patrons in the in their establishments, which at the end of the day, that's what they want. They you know they want to get back to their normal business uh, manner measure. So when they do that, and when they start serving drinks uh, in their restaurant by the drinks, or, you know you go in and have a Ryan Coke or a Ryan Ginger uh then, then they'll revert back because, you know, the 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 experience will be completely different. Um, the price won't really change. Uh, you know, the drinks in the restaurant uh, are always a little bit more expensive than they make at home. But you're enjoying the ambience of that establishment. You're being served by a waiter or a waitress, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all those things factor in. Um, the experience for everybody will change. We're living in very unusual times at the moment. And so it calls for government to, you know, make adjustments to help people get through this. That's what that's what they've done. And I think they deserve credit for this one.
0: You brought up uh, the idea of helping Canadians get through this. You're um, CEO of the Association of uh, Canadian Distillers. I almost didn't want to say it again Uh, because of the first gaffe. But uh, let's talk about your distillers and how they've been helping out people. Are they still making hand sanitizer? What are you hearing? They are.
1: They are. Uh, Hiram Walker in Windsor has been making about 20,000 liters a week, uh, or sorry, a month, and distributing it to hospitals, EMS, fire, police services down around in the Windsor and Essex area. Our overall industry, we were asked by the government of Canada to pitch in because hand sanitizer is predominantly alcohol to pitch in and provide uh, very high-strength, very pure alcohol to hand sanitizer companies. Uh, We are delivering, as I understand it, uh, over a million litres a month to companies that make hand sanitizer to help that out. So, yes, everybody's pitching in. We're no different than anybody else, and we're pleased that we're able to uh, help out in this way, Um, and we'll continue to do so until, uh, you know, we get past this.
0: Jan, I'm pleased that you had some time for us today and also have a very healthy sense of humour. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Kelly. Not before noon on that gin, okay?
0: Uh, Listen, I know when to have my fun and tonic, and the show goes till noon. So noon o'clock, possibly, but I think it's a little early. I'll wait till cocktail hour. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate
0: it. Bye-bye. Cheers.